We give praises and adoration to the Almighty God for another wonderful day in His presence. We magnify Him for the last day of the month of September. Glory and honor be to God. Friend, I congratulate you that you started January and you are now seeing the end of the ninth month. And I pray for every one of us this morning that the remaining three months for this year to go, we shall all be alive, hale and healthy, and we will see to the fulfillment of every good promises that God has made for us this year in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Good morning once again, or good day. We started day before yesterday by telling us 15 characters of love, 15 characters of agape love. And we told us on Monday, the first character, I will say, Love suffered long. And yesterday we made us to know also that agape love is kind. It's kind. It's conscious, it's friendly, it's generous. It's liberal and sympathetic, warm-hearted. This morning we are pressing forward the third character of agape love, and that is a charity envied not. There is no room for envy in the life of anyone that has agape love, Jesus' love. Charity, Jesus' love, that was shed in your heart by the Holy Ghost, envy it not. My test this morning is taken from the book of John, Gospel according to St. John chapter 4. I read just verses 1 to 3. When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized not, but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. That's the word of the Lord. From the text we have read for us, Jesus knew that Pharisees were breeding the sin of envy. Envy was coming up because they knew and they heard that Jesus had baptized and is baptizing more sinners, more repented souls than John the Baptist. Immediately Jesus had that information. He all withdrew himself from that environment. Agape love, we have no room for envy. There is no envy in the heart of any child of God that is truly born again. To be envious is to be resentful, desiring something possessed by another or others. You are resentfully desiring something possessed by another or others. Or to have hatred for someone or enmity against someone or ill feeling towards someone for what he or she has and you don't have. Or he or she has more than you, or his, or his own is more quality of more quality than yours. It's not limited to material things. For example, to CEO of companies in the same area of specialization, maybe hospital owners, one is having more patience than another, or people are selling things in the market of the same product, but one has more customer than the other, especially when they are contemporaries. That is, they belong to the same time or period or colleagues, schoolmates, age mates from the same tribe again. 
then envy sets in. When something happens, especially from the weaker person who is not born again, who is not a true child of God, with agape law, who is not trusting the Lord, then they be you'll be having ill will, bad feeling towards another person. You'll be having erroneous idea about how the other is making it and himself is not making it. You'll be nursing another thing, ill feeling towards the other person because of what he's having more than himself. A couple of envied not. A true child of God with a gap of love, we trust in the Lord and allow even the other fellow to have his own way. Or sometimes you let go, just as Abraham and Lot did in Genesis chapter 13. In Genesis chapter 13, the Bible made us to know that there was strife between the headsmen of Abraham and Lot. Genesis 13, verses 7 to 11. And there was a strife between the ex-men of Abraham's cattle and the ex-men of Lord's cattle. And the Canaanites and the Perizzites dwelt in the land. And Abraham said unto the Lord, unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my husband and thy husband. For we be brethren. Is not the old land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lord lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jonah. It was well watered everywhere. Before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the guardian of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zohar. Then Lord chose him all the plain of the Jordan. And Lord journeyed east, and they separated themselves one from the other. Abraham was the senior, Lot was the junior. But in the course of the journey of life, they are into the same profession. And there was strife, there was misunderstanding between their ex-men when Abraham had it. He told Lot, look right, look left, look here and there. Look for anywhere you want to choose. And the Bible made us to know the area that was very fertile. Lord chose it. That did not move Abraham. Abraham allowed him to choose the one that he, he wants. God's kind of love does not show any sign of envy. You have no feeling of ill will towards the other. Because maybe because what they are going through, because of what they are, whatever it may be, there is no ill will, there is no feeling, there is no bad feeling, there is no bad thought towards another person. Your mind is free, your mind is pure, your mind is clean. So, anyone that has agape love, we have no ill will towards the other. There is no ill will towards the other. Maybe because their successes and ability are greater than your own. Whenever you attempt a certain work, you will find others doing the same kind of work. Of course, some people have been doing it before you were born. So whatever profession you are into, some people are doing it before you came there. And probably they can do it better than you can. But don't envy them. Do the best you can with the ability God has given you and your diligence will be rewarded in the end. Is it bricklaying? Is it furniture? Is it fashion designing? Is it mechanical work? Are you a graduate? Are you an accountant? Some people have been shattered accountant before you are, and you are in the same office, or you even were shattered at the same time. 
and someone's performing but better than you. And they are giving credit to that person. Just do your own at your own pace. God has allotted time to everyone. Abraham's diligence was rewarded in the end. We never had of lots any longer. We never had of lots. That was the end of the story. Because as we saw from that Genesis chapter 13, verses 14 to 17, the Bible made us to know that and the Lord said unto Abraham, after the Lord was separated from him, Lift up thy eyes now and look from the place where thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land which thou sweat, to thee will I give it on thy sea forever. And I made thy sea as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy sea also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. That is the word of the Lord. It does not matter whether the, your contemporary is on the fertile ground or is uh, having his own farm on a very fertile soil. That does not matter. What matters is the presence of the Lord with you. When you carry the presence of God, He will make you prosper. If you say you are a child of God, then why are you not content with the grace God has given you? You are a one-talent person. Then why are you envious of multi-talent people? As you see in Matthew chapter 25, from verses 14 to 30, story of parable of the talent. Ten was given to one according to his ability. Five was given to one according to his ability. One was given to one. Maybe God knows your ability. If he give you five, you may not be able to handle it properly. And we saw that in ministry. We see it in organization. Some churches don't have any branch. Some have five branches. Some have all over the world. There is no competition in as far as ministry is concerned. Do it at your own pace. He who gave you only one branch knows your capacity, knows your ability. Consider David and Saul. At least David had killed Goliath. All that Israel needed was Goliath to die. It doesn't matter who killed Goliath. So be a David. Consider yourself and his brethren. All that matters is at the time of famine, God give us a deliverer. It does not matter who God uses in our family. But how many people want to pray that type of prayer nowadays? We used to start with such prayers as blessings that anybody never had in my family. God give me the kind of cathedral nobody has built in my area. God used me to build it. The kind of motor nobody has bought in our family. God buy it for me. This kind of the kind of glory that nobody has, has, has been born with in our family. Lord, give me that type of glory. What if God did not answer that prayer? Or at times, what if God now give, gave someone the ability to have that glory that you don't have? What if somebody gave that blessing to somebody else and not you? What if God now answered that prayer through another person in the family? Then another Esau and Jacob rivalry begins. That's the beginning of rebellion. If someone is great and he decides to forget others, then fret not yourself because of evil doers who prosper in their way. Abraham was not moved by Lord choosing the fertile land. All that matters is the presence of God. Once you carry the presence of God, don't be moved. There are many prayers that God will not answer. And if he did not answer it, and you look for a shortcut, then you are on your way to hellfire. 
that will not be your portion in the name of Jesus, right? What is the root cause of sudden death today? Kidnapping and killings everywhere. Envy. Brother, sister, check your prayers. General overseers, be, beware to avoid mockery from the world. People will make this of you. You are called to be a pastor. Why are you veering into prophetic ministry? Why are you going to prophetic ministry? Why are you going to prophetic school? Every church wants to have a university. Is it by force? Are we running a race? Is it competition? Everyone wants to be at least vice chancellor of a university. Is it by force? Most all churches have university. Yes, some have it. No struggle. They even have to. Because God called them. And they are staying in that calling. Most you now start a one. But a cast of land for 10, 15 years. You cannot develop it. Just because one church has university, you must build your own. Are you called? Do you have the ability? Envy. Many are not getting answers to their prayer today because of envy. Mr. Envy, the father of unhealthy rivalry. The father of unhealthy rivalry and useless competition and comparison. The senior brother of high blood pressure. Every pastor wants to be a prophet. Every evangelist wants to become a bishop. Are you called? Today we have several Babala who, 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 who are just practicing it. And they are not called into it. We see several ministers of God who are not called to be a prophet. Suddenly you just turn to a prophet and by the time you know it, you are heading towards becoming another herbalist. Be another Abraham. Be like David. Be another Joseph. Be another Sigram, Messiah, and Abednego. Only, only Daniel was interpreting dreams and receiving revelation. But after all, he has put Sigram, Messiah, and Abednego in the palace to enjoy the good salaries and emboldenment. You are called. God has given you branches. You are making insights and offering. You have sent your children to university. You are prospering in the ministry. Must you overnight become a prophet? No. Be content with what God has given you. Today is 30th September. Be content with what you have. Get rid of envy. I pray for you. You will not kill yourself because of unhealthy rivalry in the mighty name of Jesus, right? Don't forget, I told you, he that has agape love, there is no room for envy in his life. There is no room for hatred or enmity against another person. Don't hate that pastor. Don't hate that prophet. God called him to operate in that line. Be content with the one that God has for you. Don't begin to entertain ill feeling towards someone for what he or she has and you don't have. Be content. Be content. Be content. I pray for you as I've ended this month successfully. The remaining three months shall be months of success and testimony for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Remember, Godliness with contentment is a great game. We brought nothing to this one. Surely we shall go with nothing. Having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. And I pray for you as you continue in that which God has called you to do. He will prosper you in the mighty name of Jesus. Right? God bless you. Good morning. It's well with you in Jesus.